Toronto, South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. Hey, Brian has the week off. Bloom Daddy filling in. We all know the holiday season brings stress and chaos, but as far as the top concerns on America's minds, new survey reporting nearly 44% of respondents say that decorating the house causes them to worry about safety, especially in homes with children or pets. And it all comes down to tinsel, fake snow, electric lights. A lot of people worried about fires. Just take precautions, be careful, check things, and by all means, unplug whenever you can. All right, top headlines out there. I've got a very special guest on the show right now. I want to bring on Florida Senator Rick Scott to talk about a number of things, including inflation. Senator, how you doing? Good morning. Well, I can tell you that there's nothing good happening in Washington, D.C., <laughs> um, there's not a bill that you get excited about. Now, now, if you like, if you like to hurt poor families with high inflation, high gas, you know, gas prices, food prices, uh, if you want to make sure that you know, their kids get indoctrinated in school, it, it, this is a great place. But if you actually care about families, there's nothing, not much good happening up here. Spoiler alert, the senator's going to talk about a lot of bad things in Washington, D.C. And, and you are so right. I mean, I, Senator, I'm taking a look here. I mean, according to today's PPI release, price increases over the year in November, including home heating oil, up 108%, gasoline, 102.2, cooking oils, 43.6, beef and veal, 40.6, grains, 38.4. Yet the Biden administration, Jen Psaki, White House spokesperson, if you listen to them, Inflation's not not real. It's not a real thing, and and it's just it's just temporary. Yeah, only for the only for the last twelve months. Only every month that Biden's been in office has inflation gotten worse. But details, details. I mean, these the, the Biden administration is. I don't. I didn't do anything. I may have a grandson like that. He says, Grandpa, I didn't do it, nothing. That's the Biden administration. They've done nothing, and so they're not responsible. No, they did They did raise your taxes. They did have excess spending. Uh, they do want to uh, indoctrinate your kids. They have a, a withdrawal in Afghanistan. It's a debacle. They've opened the border. But other than that, shut down pipelines. But other than that, they did nothing. Well, to your point, okay, you went down a list of things. I could probably add three or more to them. But last night... In Washington, D.C., you had President Biden telling Democrats there to, uh, to to look out in 2022 in the midterms. He said Republicans should be very, very worried. As a matter of fact, he said, look out, pal. He always uses these terms from 1932. But he, he seems to feel pretty confident about 2022. Senator, your thoughts? Well, he's not living in reality. If you, I mean, if you look at where the American public is right now, they hate the Biden agenda. They don't like open borders. They don't like the fact that fentanyl's flowing across our border pretty, you know, pretty easily. They don't like 100,000 people dying of drug overdoses last year. They don't like gas pipeline shut down, gas prices up, um, you know, uh, you know, over, I mean, for consumers it's up 61%, but if you're a business, it's up even more than that. They don't like the fact their heating oil is up. They don't like the fact their food's up. They don't like the fact that we walked away from Afghanistan and left American citizens behind, and they're still there. I mean, there's, no, there's they don't like that their kids indoctrinated with critical race theory. So, I mean, he's living in a different universe. I can tell you, we're going to take back the House, we're going to take back the Senate, and we're going to start getting this country back, heading in the right direction. 
They also don't like mandates, they being the American public. And this guy and other Democrats around the nation, <laughs> I know, are just heavy on mandates and fear. And look out, it's the fifth wave. Hospitals are going to be overrun. Run for We've heard it so many times, Senator, yet they keep on spewing it out. These mandates, are they fearful or is this just control at the end of the day? It's just control. You know, when I was governor, we had four significant hurricanes. I never said, hey, you have to evacuate. I said, here's the information. Make a good choice for your family, and people did. In contrast, what the Democrats want to do, what Biden wants to do, they want to tell you everything. So first off, I had COVID. I got the vaccines. That's a decision I made for myself, all right? Mm-hmm. So you should have the right to make that decision for yourself. But what they're doing is they're saying you have to get the vaccine if you want to live in this country, if you want to go to a restaurant, if you want to have a job. I mean, we, we have... I mean, they're telling, they're telling military members, we're kicking you out because you won't get a vaccine. I mean, these are people who are willing to put their life on the line for us, but if you don't get the vaccine, you're not worth it. And they want to make us, anybody getting to get the vaccine, you're a second-class citizen. So they just want to dictate everything about our life. I believe a business can figure this out. I think a family can figure this out. Talking to Florida Senator Rick Scott right now, former governor, 2011-2019. Senator, I'm going to ask you this. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny, okay? You're well-connected. You're in D.C. a lot. Who's calling the shots here? Because when I watch this president, honestly, the lights are on. Nobody's home. There's no way he's making decisions. Who do you think it is? Well, let's, let's, remember, let's look at reality. Joe Biden has made bad choices his whole life. He's made Correct. bad choices, right? He, he, now, I'll give you an example of just what happened to me today at the White House. There's an individual uh, in Cuba that was the leader of the peaceful protest back in July, Jose Daniel Ferre. All right? I called the White House. The Castro regime hasn't been jailed since our prison since July. They're trying to kill him. I called the White House yesterday, and they said, I need you to, to engage on this to save this guy's life. They put me into you know voicemail. Nobody called me back. I called again today, and they hung up on me. Because they don't, they don't, they, they don't want to deal with any of this messy stuff. They want to have the title, but do, don't, don't deal with it. So I don't know who's calling the shots, but Joe Biden, I mean, he put together the team. It's his responsibility. Joe Biden is the elected president of the United States. He needs to be held accountable for the choices he's making and his administration is making. Let's go back to some poll numbers. He stands at 43% approval, 51% disapproval. That's an NPR Marist National Survey. Monmouth University, bad. Uh, Real Clear Politics took a look at all the most recent national polls. They combined them, bad. It's, it's, it's bad everywhere you look. But there was a Wall Street Journal poll that said in a possible rematch of Trump-Biden, Biden would still win by 1%. I know it's just a poll, but... What does that say to you? Is it, it should that poll scare Republicans? Oh, I think you know, what we have to do as Republicans, we have to talk to everybody, say this is what we believe in. This is what we're going to do when you elect us. That's what I did in all three three of my my general elections. I said this is what I'm going to do. I mean, you have to define the other guy. Now, this is what he so I, I made sure people had a choice at the end. And so mm-hmm. in, in the next house, all the House races, the Senate races, the next presidential race, we need to make sure that people know exactly what they're choosing. If you want big government, high taxes, more regulation, you can't get a permit. You know, you want your kids to depend on government. You ought to vote for the Democrats. That's what they're going to do to you. 
right? If you, if you want to have opportunity, if you want your kids to have a great education, if you want to live in a safe neighborhood, you should vote for a Republican. But we've got to make sure people know the difference. And that's what I do every day. I'm the chair of the National Republican Senatorial Committee. I explain what Democrats believe in and what Republicans believe in. And that's why we're going to win in 22. Are you seeing more old-school Democrats follow your lead, the Republican Party Party's lead? More old-school Democrats, I'm talking... Uh, you know, maybe 45 plus, because let's face it, this Democratic Party that he's pushing, that AOC is pushing, is not the Democratic Party of decades ago. Do you see more crossover? Are you noticing it? So, yeah, you can you can go to nrsc.org. Okay, you can donate there, mm-hmm. but you also can look at all the polls we put out. And what you'll see in those polls is that is that. For sure, independents and some Democrats have clearly said, "Oh man, I got buyer's remorse here. We we don't like this agenda. Um, we you know we don't dislike this Joe Biden guy, but boy, this agenda is horrible. So we're not going to vote for those guys again." You saw it, why we did well in Virginia, we did well in New Jersey, we did well you know uh, in November in a, in a variety of states because people have rejected the agenda. So so what we have to make sure we always do. Talk about what, what we're going to do versus what they do. So I, I think, I think that, that Democrats, Republicans, and Independents are going to vote with us because we're the party that's going to help you get a job, your kids get an education that you choose, and you live in a safe neighborhood. That's what people want, and they don't want this inflation. This inflation is hurting our poorest families. I, I, I was born to a single mom. I watched her struggle to put food on the table. That's going on all across this country. People make a choice. If I have enough money to put gas in the car, I put food on the table for my kids. That's not a choice we should be have, have to make in this country. No, I agree. And to build on what you said a little bit earlier, um, I, I'm not the brightest bulb in the room, but when it comes to talking points for Republicans heading into 2022 and 2024, I think the border has got to be front and center. And I think all the crime that we're seeing in these Democratic-run cities and the whole defund the police, I I think it was Trump's biggest mistake. Yeah, I think it was Trump's biggest mistake in 2020 not focusing more on on the southern border because that's what got him a lot of votes in 2016. I know there was a pandemic, but I I think that's got to be a focal point. Think about this right now. I mean, I've, I've been at the border a um, um, bunch of times the last year, and I was down in Yuma. I mean, there's thousands of people coming across. Here's what they do. They take a flight, fly to Mexico City, take a flight. I think Mexicali is the closest city. They take a bus over to the border, just walk across. Mm-hmm. Border Patrol picks them up, said, where do you want to go? Oh, I want to go to St. Louis. Okay, here's a, here's a ticket to St. Louis. That's going on every day. I mean, yep. one out of every 150 people in the country at the end of this year will have come across our border illegally this summer. Some wonderful people that want to live our dreams. But a bunch of people we don't know anything about. And they've, they've confiscated 10,000 pounds of fentanyl this year along the border. That's enough to kill two and a half billion people. And 100,000 people died of drug overdoses in this country last year. It's come across our border. It's been produced by China, who wants to demolish us. So we have got to wake up, secure our border now. I couldn't agree with you more. Senator, I could talk to you for hours. Unfortunately, I'm out of time. Thank you so much for making some time for me today. Have a great holiday. Happy New Year. You too. That is Senator Rick Scott. All right, when we come back, we're going to lighten some things up. Frank Fitzpatrick, music and wellness expert, he's going to tell you a couple musical ways that you can manage the holiday stress.